All right, what's up? Welcome to the first annual, first weekly, first ever maiden voyage of the Laughing Owl Wednesday weekly podcast with your host, the man of many titles, but for today, Wolfgang. And um, thank you for tuning in and giving me a shot with this. I got to tell you, it is not easy doing a radio show, you know, just trying to figure this shit out. It's, it's, it's fucking crazy. You know, you got to get a little loose. You know, I'm sitting here with a little gin and tonic, right? You know, in this makeshift studio, just fucking talking to nothing. I mean, you know, it's tough. It's, it's absolutely tough. You know, plus you got to worry about the sound and all this shit that I know nothing about. And, uh, you know, I don't even know if it's, it's, uh, I don't even know if it's recording. You know, you got to kind of like just hope, cross your fingers that this shit's working. But uh, it's not easy. Anyway, thank you for tuning in. My name is Wolfgang and I'll be your host this today or uh, forever for this uh, weekly podcast. Uh, What is this podcast about? You may be asking. It's about nothing. It is absolutely about nothing. Um, But it's about everything at the same time. What an enigma. No. But uh, so I'm going to just give you briefly how I started this thing. So this way you guys can get an idea of of why you should, you know, or why you could be listening to me right now as opposed to some other bullshit is because, listen, man, I used to commute into New York City. It was about a 20 mile drive, which which took you about, you know, an hour and change, depending on what time you left. And I used to have to commute to work. And uh, if, if you've ever lived on the East Coast, if you ever lived in New York City, or any really large city, but really just particularly New York City, driving is the worst. You need the patience of a goddamn saint to get through it, or else you're going to lose your fucking mind. And me, obviously, you know, I've never had the best patience. So, I mean, needless to say, driving into the city was, was a, uh, oh, goddamn, was a, uh, the worst. It was the absolute pits. You hated every moment of it. I mean, there's nothing that didn't bother you. And there's only so much peace that you can find in, like, you know, the drive, the scenery. Because guess what? You might get pulled over, you know, for going, like, 10 over the speed limit. You know, because it's at the end of the month. They need to get their fucking quotas. So they pinch you. And that's it. You ruin your day. Even makes you late for work. Anyway, no, that's that. I mean, you know. You just got to drive safe. That's, that's ridiculous. You don't just get pulled over for no reason. But, I mean, you know, not for 10 over. But uh, I'm just being sour. But um, anyway, so I would do this commute, and uh, I would lose my patience very quickly. But, you know, I'd listen to music, you know, and I was like, you know, these jams are good. I'd put my, you know, I'd put my playlist, my commuting playlist that was all, you know, filled with chill, you know, a bunch of chill music. I don't know. I don't know who it would be. Uh, this guy, Michael Kiwanuka, he's real good. I was listening to him for a while. Uh, but, you know, you listen to things to put you at ease, to calm your mind, you know, to make you feel human. You know, not like this, you know, not like a, a slave to the man, whoever the man is. But, uh, yeah, so I'll make this commute, and I used to run out of music, you know. The music wasn't doing it. There was a point where the music just wasn't doing it. I was, I was losing it, you know, bumper-to-bumper traffic, or, uh, you know, I can't find parking, or whatever the case may be. The music just wasn't doing for doing it for me. So I uh, I switched to radio. And, you know, I loved it. I love radio. I think radio is fantastic. You know, radio is a great thing. You just have someone bullshitting to you for just 
X amount of time, and that's exactly what this is. This is just going to be me bullshitting to you for however long you need someone to bullshit to you. And, you know, while you clean your room, you know, clean your car, drive to work, you know, whatever the fuck you got to do where you just want someone to just yap in your ear and just talk to you about bullshit that isn't your wife or your husband or your, or your kids, you know, or your, or your roommates, you know, just some random dude, you know, just a random dude that, uh, that has some, some, uh, I, in my opinion, some real trippy life experience that, uh, you know, could, could truly, um, just entertain you. I just want to make you laugh. That's why it's called the laughing owl. You know, I really believe in the power of laughter and happiness. And I think comedians are, are some of the finest people on our planet because all they want to do is make you laugh. You know, yeah, they want to get paid for it. But I mean, ultimately, they just want to make people laugh. And I think, you know, true comedians are, uh, are the best because they just want to fucking make you laugh. Anyway, okay, so, um, all right, moving on. So that's what this is about. You know, I'll go over it on, on further episodes about, uh, you know, like get into the real details of why it's called The Laughing Owl. And, and all that jazz, a little bit more about myself and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, so listen, so today, I mean, look, it's Monday, February 6th, so it's the day after the Super Bowl, all right, I mean, we got to talk about that. I have, to, I have to bring this up, because I'm uncharacteristically, I've been told, a football fan. People are surprised that I love football as much as I do, which is weird. Which is totally weird. I don't know how people can get away saying that shit about me. And there's not a million people protesting saying that I'm being, you know, oppressed. Because it's so strange. Why can't I just walk around and enjoy a sport? I got to have, like, everybody look at me and be like, you know, you know, man, you know, it's just really weird that you like football so much, you know. Or, like, you know, with the girl, and they just, you know, it's really the women that just don't believe that I would like football. I don't know what it is. But I guess if you know me, I guess you'll, you know, you'll figure it out soon enough, but I don't know, I love football, I think it's a great sport, the Super Bowl is going to be exciting for me, I put a little money on the game, you know, I don't advocate gambling, I don't, but shit, it's so much fun when you got a, a little wager on it, you know, who gives a shit about Atlanta or the Patriots, I hate the Patriots, I hate them, I absolutely hate them, why, because, the, you know, because you can, I can hate them, and, and yesterday was a great example of how you're allowed to hate the Patriots because guess what? They're probably going to win. So hate them all you want because they're probably going to win. It sucks when you hate a team and then they lose. I'm going to be honest with you. When you hate a team and they lose, the feeling is so shitty. For some reason, it's so shitty. When you go to yourself, ah, you know, this, this team, the Lakers, you know, the Boston Celtics, who knows, maybe the Celtics, maybe you hate the Celtics. You know, I don't, I don't particularly hate the Celtics. I don't know anything about the Celtics. But, uh, you know, whatever, you pick a team that you hate, and then look, when they start losing, it sucks, because you feel like you had a hand in that, and no one wants, <laughs> no one wants to, to, uh, to be a hand in, in uh, you know, in someone losing unless they're playing, it's weird, it's some weird, psych, you know, psyche thing, but uh, I don't know, okay, I'm, I'm getting off topic, okay, so the Super Bowl, I mean, look, it's incredible, if you don't care about football, you gotta watch this game, because it doesn't happen this way. It just doesn't. I mean, not even in the regular season. Okay, look, you had the Atlanta Falcons quarterback, Matt Ryan, and then you had the famed, the infamous New England Patriots 
starring Bill Belichick, Bill Bullhead Belichick, Bill Bullface Belichick, and Pretty Boy Tom Brady. That everyone knows, Deflategate, yada, yada, yada. I mean, look, I hate them. I absolutely hate these guys. But they won that game. They won that game. They beat the Atlanta Falcons outright. I mean, I just can't even believe it. I'm in such shock. I'm speechless. The reason why I'm doing this podcast right now, the reason why I'm, I'm starting it today, I was going to actually start it on Wednesday and post it on Wednesday. But I'm going to start it today and I'll do a, you know, I'll do a segment tomorrow and then I'll finish the posting. Um, you know, I'll finish the posting uh, on Wednesday, whatever the hell. Let's plug this. Okay. So, yeah, I just think it's incredible. The Atlanta Falcons were up 28 to 3. 28 to 3. I think it was going into the half, right? I mean, it's just, it was incredible what they did. I think it wasn't going into the half, but I mean, they're up 28 to 3. I think they scored or some shit in that, in that second, second period. Um, hold on. I have no idea. But, uh, yeah, man, this is hard just talking into this thing. But you guys got to bear with me because you know what? I'm going to get a real mic. I'm going to get a real studio. It's going to sound better. It's going to sound more like more professional. You know, right now it just sounds like I'm in a, in a fucking bathroom, you know, sipping, you know, with this tin mug that you can hear every sip that I take. You know, why can't I just, you know, if I had a mic, like a, like a, like a soft mic, I don't know, one of those things. What is it called? I have no idea. Like a boom? A boom? Is it a boom or boom? I have no idea. Those things that they hold up with the big foam. I think it's a boom. Shoot, where's my phone? I don't even know my phone. Oh, fuck. Oh, I'm on a computer. I can just look it up. I can just look it up. That's what I'm going to do. Because that's what we're going to do on this podcast. When I, when I need to know something, I'm just going to look it up. Right? You should just look things up when you don't know it. Instead of just bullshitting. A boon. Boon. A boom then? I don't know. Jeez. I don't know. I think it's boom. Oh, boom. A boom microphone is a very is very popular in film and television production. A, a directional mic is mounted on a boom arm and positioned just out of camera frame, as shown on the right. The cable is wrapped once or twice around the boom arm. Okay, so I mean, you know, I don't need a boom. But, you know, a microphone, one of those soft things on it, or the round ones, like in uh, those old school radio shows. That would be sick, right? One of those round ones, I think. I think those round ones are old school. Anyway, okay, so the Super Bowl is an incredible game. It was an absolutely incredible game, and you got to hand it to the Patriots. I, you really do. I mean, I had money on Atlanta. You know what's so funny? I was so sure they were going to win. I was absolutely so sure. You do so much studying. You do so much bullshit research. Is this thing still going? Let me see. I think it's still going. Okay. You do so much bullshit research. You know? You listen to all that. I mean, I tried not to listen to the talking heads, so I did my own research. And you do so much of that shit. And then look what happens. I mean, I took the three points. I knew it wasn't going to come down to three points. I knew it. I knew, you know, I knew it, but you got to take the points. I knew it wasn't going to come down to three points because that's just impossible with the Patriots. If they're going to beat you, they're going to beat you. Um, but, you know, you got to take what you can get. So I just took them with the points. 
and uh, you know they're getting three. And shoot, I mean the Patriots weren't battle tested all season. Their schedule was such trash. As a football guy, I mean, come on, I'm not. Look, I'm not even. I'm a Jets fan at heart. But you know what? I'm going to be honest. I really like this Raiders ship. The Raiders with that with Derek Carr. You know, I don't believe in jumping ship. You know, like you got to be. I. You know, it sucks. I chose the Jets. You know, if you're a sports fan, listen. If you don't like sports, you can just kind of like. I think if you wait. Maybe 10 minutes. You know, you could skip ahead probably 10 minutes. I'll be done with my rant about the Super Bowl, you know, if you don't want to hear it. Because I don't really, personally, I don't even know that much about football. I just really enjoy the game. And so what you're going to be hearing about me describing the Super Bowl is actually not very descriptive. It's just going to be me giving an opinion about things that are very vague. So I don't know. I mean, you know, I know just as much as you, I guess, if you don't like football. So, I mean, I just like it. So maybe you might like it if you'd listen to how I describe it, which is just... I mean, it's just a game. It's an incredible game. You're passing this pigskin around. You know, you come with some plays. You try and beat a defender. I mean, it's not that hard to understand, but it's so intricate. It's like chess. But uh, anyway, so so listen, I'm not even, you know, I'm not even an Atlanta fan, although I do like Devonta Freeman. I think he's a great running back, you know. Matt Ryan, I never liked the guy. You know, he looks like, a, looks like an old man. He looks like a... What does he look like? You know, he looks like he reminds me of a um, like one of those dogs with no hair. You know, real like, you know, like a real <laughs> dog with no hair. Not a chihuahua, but I mean, you know, like if it were a bigger dog and he had no hair. You know, pale, he's got this, this look on him, like a very doggish, doofy look. I don't know, whatever. All right, I don't want to talk about football anymore. I really don't. It doesn't matter. The, listen, the game was the game was incredible. They were, they were up 23, 28 to three. Okay, the Atlanta Falcons were up twenty eight to three. There wasn't that much time. I mean, what? There was one quarter, two quarters left. There was half the game left, I guess. But I mean, twenty eight to three. I mean, you know, oh my God, they just came back to win it. Okay, they won it in overtime. Thirty four twenty eight. I think it was. You know, you just gotta watch the game. I don't even want to get into it. Just watch the goddamn game. It was ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. And you know, and and it's and you got to give the you give credit to the Patriots for coming back twenty five points. That's so hard to do in any sport. There's no other sport where people are coming back twenty five points like that, and just and just killing it. I mean, in a Super Bowl, it's never been done. It's a historic game. If you didn't watch it, you missed it. Um, it's historic, but. Uh, all right, moving on. Let's see what we got here. Uh, that's funny, too, because I was so pissed about the Super Bowl that I just couldn't watch TV, you know, because I knew everyone was going to be talking about it. That's the thing about this stuff is that, you know, they distract you from the real issues by, uh, you know, feeding you the Super Bowl, making us care about teams, and there's just a lot of things going on we should be giving a shit about, and we don't. And they're going to be talking about the Super Bowl forever and Tom Brady. It's, it's going to take so much airtime. That's insane. I mean, it's just such a waste of time. So anyway, um, I was scared to turn on the TV because personally I didn't want to listen to everybody just praising the, the Patriots and or hating the Patriots. You know, I don't want to hear people hate on the Patriots. I mean, look, dude, you came back from a 25-point deficit during the Super Bowl. This guy, Tom Brady, looked like he was about to cry. 
I mean, he probably was crying, honestly. Maybe he was pasty white, pale. The guy was pale and sitting on the sideline. Like it was the end of the fucking world. I mean, he was so spent. But this cat comes back. He comes back and powers through. He looks at his team. He just says, guys, you know, shut up. Get on the toe up to the line. Wake the fuck up. We've been here before. You know, we got this. We're going to walk away with the ring. Just shut up. That's what this guy, I mean, he must have just manned up. I mean, there's no other way. I've played sports. I've played football. Not professionally, of course. You know, only once a year, actually, in a, a Christmas Bowl football game. But, but I think that gives me enough credibility here. <coughs> I'm sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> I play football once a year, so I think it gives me credibility. But you know what? It gives me more credibility than these fucking guys like Mike Francesca. You know, oh my God, I can't stand that fat fuck. He's the worst. But, um, okay. But, uh, I didn't mean to say that about fat people. You know, I, I got, I recently got scolded for making fat people jokes because, uh, you know, I was listening to this comedian and he had this bit about fat people and how, why are we not allowed to make fun of fat people? You know, it's like they, they, you know, they, they eat. That's just what they do. It's not. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, it's not like a, you know, he said, what did he say? It's not a disease, you know, whatever the fuck. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe this disease. Who knows? He just said it's not something that's not curable. You just got to stop eating, you know. And you get thin and people will stop giving you shit. But I mean, you know, the whole idea of people giving other people shit, that's another, that's another podcast. But let's stay on topic here, Wolfgang. Let's stay on topic. We're talking about the Super Bowl. Yeah, that incredible Super Bowl between the Atlanta Falcons and the New England Patriots. And I'm, I'm just shocked and surprised, and I'm almost left speechless. And the reason why I'm on, you know, starting my podcast with this, uh, with this game is because I also listen to podcasts. And one of my favorite podcasts, the host, is a huge New England fan. And, you know, I started to listen to it, and, I, and he started going off about the Patriots, and I just... I couldn't listen. I had to just do this and get it off my chest about uh, get my thoughts off about the game to somebody before this guy does because I just, oh my God, it's just, before I listen to it rather, because I not only, like I said, not only did I lose money, I took money, I took Atlanta, but I mean to come back from a 25-point deficit and win the Super Bowl is an incredible feat for any team. I don't think anyone could have pulled that off. But the Patriots did. I mean, I was sitting with my family, my Ohana here, and uh, and my my uncle just goes, dude, if they're not up by five touchdowns, I'm not going to rest. I'm not going to assume that they lost unless it's five touchdowns. And even that is tricky. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I'm a, I must be a noob when it comes to football because I, I could not believe that a team could come back from that much of a deficit and win the game and win the fucking game and uh, shut everybody up and Tom Brady just sitting on the side and crying and, and looking like Casper, you know. I mean, she just she was done, man. The guy was out and uh, he came back. So, yeah. So I just want to say that uh, congratulations to all you New England fans. I was giving my, uh, I was giving some friends of mine some shit, and uh, and the Patriots shut me up. 
You know, they came back from a 25-point deficit, and they won the Super Bowl with a crappy schedule to boot. Their schedule was so shitty that I couldn't believe it. You got to look at who they played. You got You have to look at who they played to get here, and it was just bullshit. They didn't deserve to get there. There was such, oh, my God. But then you realize maybe they did deserve to get there. Maybe everyone else is just that bad where every game that everyone else played looked like it was a hard game. When the Patriots really just make it look like every game they play is an easy schedule. And I think that's kind of what happened. Because uh, I'm not a Patriots fan. I really am not. I'm a Jets fan at heart. Um, I really like Derek Carr, so I've been watching the Raiders. I think they're a great team. And mark my words, I think they're going to win a Super Bowl in the next couple years, maybe next year, maybe the next year after that. I mean, they're very creative. I think they can win. Their defense sucks, but uh, I think they can win. That's going to be my prediction. Mark my words for the Week 1 Laughing Out podcast. Uh, All right, we're going to take a break, and then um, then we'll come back. All right. All right, we're back. Okay, so... All right, so we went through the Super Bowl. Yeah, so I re-listened to it, and um, yeah, I said some stupid things. Uh, yes, there are sports that you can come back from 25, and I realize that's basketball, right? Basketball, you can come back from 25. Um, and then what else did I say? Oh, they, yeah. And then I said that they make us care about sports teams. I don't think anyone makes anybody care about anything. I think we just choose to do that. Um, because it's fun. You know? I think it's fun. There's that whole bread and circuses thing that I believe in. But, you know, I like bread and I like circuses. Actually, I don't like circuses, but I like the circus in the metaphorical sense in which this, uh, who was it, Caesar? Whatever Greek dude mentioned that, you know, all it takes is bread and circuses to uh, control the masses. Whatever dude said that, I mean, clearly didn't like bread or football. You know, I particularly like bread. I like bread. I like food. I like eating. It's enjoyable. You know, what am I going to apologize for being designed that way? And then the circus thing. Yeah, I like to be entertained. That's what I think life is about. Us just entertaining each other. That's what I'm doing right now with you guys for free. People are probably sitting there just like, oh, God, this this podcast sucks. This guy sucks. You know, he's an idiot. He doesn't know anything about football. And yet, you know what? Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't know dick about football. And that's fine. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to entertain you while you clean your car. (laughs) You know? I'm trying to entertain you while you lay there, while your spouse does some some of their stupid hobbies. You know, and you've got your headphones on, and they're just like looking at you, motioning to you from the couch. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry, my uh, mic cut out, or or this this um this program cut out. But yeah, man, I'm just here to entertain you. Like I said, while your significant other just 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 BSs by themselves doing their thing, and you just got your headphones on. You know, all you got is your headphones on. You know, maybe you're mopping the floor. Maybe you're sweeping outside like I do. You know, maybe you sweep the patio like I do and, and you got your headphones on and, you know, they're smiling at you from the fucking window, eating their apple and you're outside just sweeping, being like, oh my God, my life my life turned out to be like this. Oh, jeez. Look at her. Look at her inside just smiling at me while I sweep the patio. 
She doesn't give a shit. She doesn't care. Or he, you know, same same deal. You could be inside. You could be, you know, outside doing something, you know, and he's inside just bullshitting. And you're a girl and you're listening to me and you're just like, oh, yeah, look at my, look at my boyfriend. What a loser. Sitting there, loving on me, using me, you know. Look at me. I'm making something. I want to make something of myself. I'm listening to this guy, Wolfgang, on, on this podcast and he's telling me I'm worth something. What is this guy doing? He's just sitting in there eating his apple while I sweep the patio. You know, girls, maybe you're sweeping the patio. Honestly, maybe you girls are sweeping the patio. And your man's inside eating that effing apple. And, uh, and you're listening to my podcast. And I'm, I'm here telling you that you're a beautiful person. And I think you should break free of your shell. And just make a podcast about nothing. That's exactly what you should do. No, I'm just kidding. Um... Yeah, I just think that's what we are. We're entertainers. You know, I think that we should just be entertaining each other. And, uh, you know, as long as we're happy, we're happy. You know, if you don't mind that your boyfriend's just sitting in there eating an apple, watching you sweep the patio, you know, not really giving a shit, you know, not wanting to sit outside and, and talk to you for a minute and talk your ear off like I'm doing which about some bullshit, then you know what? Tune into me. Tune into the Laughing Owl. You know, tune into the Laughing Owl Wednesday weekly podcast, and you will get. Maybe an hour or more, you know, maybe you'll get an hour, we'll say, of just of just rambling. You know, an hour of careless rambling that hopefully hopefully makes you laugh because it makes me laugh. Because the next thing I want to talk about is Harry Potter. I want to talk about Harry Potter. Can we talk about Harry Potter? Yes, I do. Because why? So last night I was trying to avoid watching any sort of sports-related shit, which is hard to do the night of the Super Bowl. They're playing it on Cartoon Network. They're playing it on ESPN, CNN, Fox News. All right, maybe not. But the Cartoon Network definitely did not have the Super Bowl. But uh, I would imagine that if the Cartoon Network started playing Super Bowl or Super Bowl-related items, that's when you really lose your mind. But no, I didn't see that. I just didn't want to watch TV and risk risk it. So I was just kind of like flipping through. On my way out, you know, I was on that my last final flip. You know, you binge TV watchers know what that's like. You know, not just on the on the chan- on the uh, shoot, not just with the remote, because you know what? I actually didn't own a TV until now, and now I don't even own it. This isn't even my TV. No, I didn't steal it. I did not steal it. I'm just uh, I'm in transit right now, so I'm actually doing this podcast from a uh, from um, another location before I. I'll move into my new apartment. So, okay. So, uh, I don't even own a TV, but there is one here. And so, you know, all you binge TV watchers know what I'm talking about, dude. That, you know, you do that one final flip before you really decide to turn it off. And if you're a Netflixer, if you're an Amazon TV or, or a HBO goer, it's the same shit where you kind of like do one last scroll you do one last scroll where you're like, you know what, could I just watch one show? Could I just toss in like, uh, you know, 15 minutes of, of uh, The Great British Baking Show, which is a phenomenal show, The Great British Baking Show. Fantastic. So wholesome. I love it. It's probably one of my favorite shows. Actually, that reminds me, I'm going to write to someone, that a friend of mine. She was asking me about my favorite shows, and I forgot to mention that one. I got to mention that one. I'm going to do that today. 
my the other suggestions I made were uh, Columbo, <laughs> Columbo, amazing. This guy's great. And uh, anyway, so um, yeah, what was I talking about? Oh, so I was I was flipping through, doing that one final flip. And you know what I come across? I come across Harry Potter, and it's during the fight scene with him and Voldemort. I have never read one goddamn word of Harry Potter. Not one freaking word of Harry Potter. Not That's not true. I've read a few. I've actually tried to read the first one. And I couldn't get through it, honestly. I tried to read it. I just couldn't get through it. I, I, I maybe made it through the first page or two. You know, I like to say that I made it through the first book, but I didn't. I like to tell that to the people that I criticize Harry Potter to, you know, because you always have to say you read the book or else you can't criticize it. And that's how, just how it is with writers, you know. By the way, I'm a writer. So that's just what you do. That's what you do. You know, I'm not saying I've done that legitimately. I'll, I'll always admit I've never read them to someone. But what I'm saying, when I start getting to the argument with them, and I'm just like, Harry Potter sucks. And they go, you haven't even read it. You've never even read the books. You don't even know. You've only seen the movies. You know, that's when I chime in and I go, that's not true. I actually read the first one and it sucked. It sucked so much that I couldn't even continue on to read the others that are, are, are bigger bestsellers than the Bible. But then it's a lie. Then, I, then they kind of like get all sad, you know. They get all pouty. And usually I'm talking to like a five-year-old or a six-year-old. So uh, obviously they start weeping. No, come on. <laughs> come on. I'm not doing that. Stop. Uh, but no, I'll do that with an adult for sure. You know, I've been there. I've been at those cocktail parties, you know, that your spouse drags you to. Except my spouse didn't drive, drag me to them. You know, I just kind of show up to them unannounced, you know, uh, just some random one, you know, in New York. Yeah, you just roll into them and you just, and you know, you see, so, so, oh, you know, did you read the new uh, Harry Potter? And I'm like, yeah, you know, they suck. They're terrible. You haven't even read them. Yeah, I read the first one. Didn't really. Anyway, so listen, I, I but I do know enough about it to know that uh, that that little that little kid, the wizard Harry, uh, what's his name, Radcliffe, and the guy Voldemort. I I know what they're supposed to look like. So I mean, I got it when I was flipping through and I'm seeing the battle. I caught the the final battle in the last Harry Potter movie. I caught the final battle. How amazing is that? I haven't read one book. I haven't watched one full movie. I've actually tried to watch the first movie. I got to tell you, I did try and do that. That is not a lie. And I might have even finished it, but I can't promise you that I finished it. I can't promise I finished it, but I will say that I did sit down and make an effort to watch it because so many people love it. And I remember being with someone that wanted to watch it, and I, and I tried to watch it. And I, maybe I made it through the full thing. Maybe I didn't. The point is, I caught, I caught the final fight scene. That's what's so crazy, is I got to waltz in during the major battle between good and evil, Harry the wizard who grew up in a little pipsqueak in some dodgy London shitty neighborhood and grew up to become supposedly this great wizard. But this is what I have an issue with. I watched the fight scene. This dude wins. Harry Potter defeats Voldemort, the man who cannot be mentioned or named or whatever the hell it is. Harry beat the dude. He beat him outright, and he's all cut up, and he's all busted up. And from what it looks like, the surrounding landscape has just been just completely restructured to look like the fiery depths of hell. 
and uh, and Harry Potter defeated this this beast that has been plaguing London and supposedly the world for the past seven years of our lives or whatever the decade of our lives that Harry Potter's been out. Okay, Voldemort, the man who may not must be named, whatever. So many deaths, so many wizards' lives have been lost, and witches and all that bullshit. So many people have been affected by this man and this kid. This pipsqueak Harry Potter, this, this, this orphan child, defeats this guy. And I got to see it. I got to watch the battle. That's pretty cool. I'm just saying. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what that's like. I guess that's like, uh, what is that like? Uh, the Godfather? I guess that's just like not even, you know, maybe just watching the baptism. When Michael's at his at the baptism of uh, Connie's Connie's kids, you know, and he just goes to town and just destroys everybody, you know, Mo Green in the massage parlor, looking up with his glasses, just blasted right in the eye. The Godfather, that scene, remember that scene? You know, all of them go down. It's like walking into the Godfather then and just like seeing the, this this battle, this amazing scene. No, you don't get the whole part. You don't get everything about it. You know, you see, you see all these guys go down in, in, in The Godfather, you know. Maybe you don't know it's Mo Green getting that, that massage. But it is. It's Mo Green. All right? I know. But if you didn't know, you would still think it's pretty sick, this assassination of multiple people during a baptism, you know, the, the cinematography. And I'm just saying I waltzed in during the Voldemort-Harry Potter battle. Okay, without even reading the books or watching the damn movies. And I gotta tell you, dude, like, whatever, forget the battle. I'm saying afterwards is what I have the issue with. I was dying. This guy got no credit. Harry Potter got zero credit for destroying this man, this, this, this uh, spirit. Am I missing something here? Am I completely missing something? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. I can't tell you if I'm missing something here. Absolutely hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. I mean, he gets no fanfare. The guy defeats Voldemort and then rolls back into the school holding a cup of coffee. And there's a bunch of huddled kids hanging out with each other. That's it. That's what I saw. And then he sees Hermione and the little redhead kid, where the hell his name is, Ron. Right? I think it's Ron. Ron? Rob? No, it's a Ron. I think it's Ron Beasley. Ron Beasley? Whatever. Hermione Beasley? Hermione uh, Weasley? I think it's Hermione Beasley. Or is that from The Office? The Office is Beasley. Whatever. Listen, the point is, he sees his two best friends just walk in hand in hand. Like they just got back from a date. You know? He's covered in shit. The guy's, the guy's got cuts all over his face. He's covered in mud. And he just defeated one of the, the biggest, baddest motherfuckers on the planet. Doesn't anyone get this? And he walks into his school and nobody is holding him up on their shoulders. 
No one has a cake for him. No one has a joint rolled up for this guy. And say, hey, Harry, man, why don't you have a smoke and sit down, man? You did good. That was insane. That's what I would like. But that was absolutely insane that this guy gets nothing. He goes back to the school and he got nothing. I'm telling you, I watched it. Now, maybe they cut it out. Maybe they cut a whole scene out of this, this movie. I don't have no idea. I hope the books are different. But in that movie was pathetic. This guy defeats this ugly, lizard-looking wizard. All right, this lizard-looking dude, you know, bald. Oh, I mean, really, no nose? What is that about? It's weird. You know, what is that about? I don't know why they do that. I guess you got to make him kind of beastly looking these days. You know, no one gets scared looking at, uh, what's it called, Lon Chaney's Wolfman and uh, Dracula. Uh, what's his name? Oh, shoot. It escapes me. I don't know. The famous guy. Anyway, uh, dude, I watched the end of that, and it was pathetic. It was honestly pathetic. It was so sad to see like uh, Harry Potter defeat this dude and, and come back, and nobody was excited. excited. Nobody was praising him. Nobody was bought him a drink. It was pathetic, honestly. No one thanked him. I didn't see anybody thank this guy. This little shit wizard defeated this monster that was that has been torturing the planet. I mean, did he do it in private? I mean, do I, just so, can someone just tell me? Can someone comment on this and just tell me why he didn't get any fanfare? Did anyone know that he was fighting? Was this a private battle? That's the only thing I could think of in a storyline that would make sense, why he didn't get praise, that this was some sort of like otherworldly battle that they didn't know where Harry was. You know, they couldn't know that Harry was doing this. But I, I don't think that's true. I, I really don't think that's true. You know, you're that big Holdor guy, do burly, oh, fuck, what's his name? The, uh, you know, you have a Grizzly Adams looking dude, right? The Grizzly Adams looking dude. He hugs him and says, hey, good job or something. I mean, that's like the only thing. I mean, that was so weird. I thought he was going to hoist them up and get everybody to start cheering in the hall. They, that's not what happened. This guy defeated Voldemort, and he just he gets, he gets dick. He gets nothing. He gets absolutely nothing. And then, and, then it, and then it cuts, and I thought the movie's over. I was like, okay, let's go, go some commercial. I thought the movie was over. So I'm sitting there just like, shoot, should I just wait it out? Should I see what happens? I mean, what's coming on next? I guess that's the end of the movie, whatever. I'll deal with it. You know, I'll podcast about it tomorrow. I actually wrote it down. I said to myself, you know, I'm going to podcast about this tomorrow because this ending is bullshit. But you know what? It goes on. There's a scene where it goes 19 years later. And you got an older Harry Potter with some, I'm sorry to say, suffice it to say, some less than, you know, I mean, she's about a seven, maybe a six looking wife. Now, again, Am I that shallow about looks? No, absolutely not. She could be totally cool. I get that. But what I'm saying is this guy should be a celebrity. He should be an absolute celebrity like Tom Brady. What this guy did defeating Voldemort was akin to Tom Brady winning five Super Bowls. I'd say. Absolutely, I would say. And you know what? And I got to tell you, it was nothing like that. And he had this six of a wife and a couple kids, and he's bringing them to this stupid school that exists inside the pillar inside the grand, the, this train station in London. The school that exists inside this pillar. You know? And uh, 
inside this I-beam that with the shopping cart they just roll right into. And look, it's just bullshit. I just think it's complete bullshit that he ends up like this. This guy should be a hero. People should be asking for his autograph at the end. What is this? What is the ending of this movie? What is this bullshit? Where he's got some six wife, two little brat kids. One of them doesn't even want to run into the wall, you know? And he says, ah, it's going to be all right. And just pushes them in. Like, come on. What do you mean it's going to be all right pushing it? No, it's not. Yeah, it's going to be all right because I defeated Voldemort. I mean, that's what he should be saying. It's like, it's going to be all right because I brought peace to the planet. And uh, nobody cares and nobody wants my autograph. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's absolutely insane. It's absolutely insane. And they need to remake that. I mean, I don't even, I don't even like the movies, but I just think it's insane. They have to remake the ending. And they got to give Harry, po- Harry Potter some more fanfare. I don't even like the guy. But how he was treated was absolutely ridiculous. And I think that that's, um, you know, that's indicative of how the middle class white male is treated today. You know, you can't root for them. You can't cheer for them because they don't deserve it. They just have to do their job. You have to up. You have not. <laughs> Come on, I'm just kidding. Come on, guys. Just joking. Uh, no, I don't understand. You know, I'm not even white. Okay, I'm not even white. All right, guys. Does that does that excuse me now? Can I not say? Can I say that now? That I'm not white. I can make jokes about the the middle class white white male, the white privilege. Can I make a joke about that because I'm not white? Am I allowed to do that? Can you guys tell me? Can my audience of like two people, three people, tell me if it's okay? Because that's you know maybe one person. I don't even know who's gonna listen to this. You make it this far. This is a long way. But uh, all right, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna close out with that with Harry Potter. I'm gonna get out of here and uh, start my day. And uh, thank you for listening to my uh, the first recording of the Laughing Owl Wednesday Weekly Podcast, starring me, Wolfgang, from Maui. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.